This is Channel 253. Channel 253 is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. I'm Nate Bowling, and I fly Alaska. To book your next trip, go to alaskaair.com. This is the We Art Tacoma podcast. Welcome back to another episode of We Art Tacoma. This is Eric Hanberg. I'm Producer Doug. How's your day going, Producer Doug? Just groovy, Eric. That's good. Today we interviewed Gustavo Martinez, a sculptor who lives in South Tacoma, who does some pretty cool stuff with... uh, clay and other uh, materials and uh, we're going to hear more about him and uh, what his what his work is so listen up welcome uh, to the podcast uh, gustavo martinez thanks for coming thank you thank you for having me so you are a tacoma artist correct and uh, specializing in not just sculpture but spatial art if i understand <laughs> right what is spatial art what is what do you do uh, what do you sp- practice spatial art um that's just a fancy word for uh um, artwork that deals with the 3D realm yep. um, or even the fourth fourth dimension movement and um, it's um, sculpture yeah just fancy name for for sculpture yeah. how, did, how did you get into art um, that's a it's a good how question. far back do um, we have to right go? <laughs> well um, like arts played a role in like my whole life um, ever since I was a kid I'd remember uh, making things um, like either with uh, mud, just piling up uh, mud and um, using um, like yogurt cups to do the whole thing kind of in the beach, um, stacking castles and things like that. Um, But more seriously, uh, getting into um, just uh, seeing what I could create um, and um, put somewhat of a a voice behind it um, was when I was at uh, Sounds Estate. Um, I tapped into uh, ceramics there. discovering a, a, a talent that I didn't really uh, know I had. I kind of fell into uh, into ceramics, and um, the ceramic department became a form of a sanctuary for me. And um, Why a sanctuary? That's, that's well, a there was telling just, word. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, it was, um, it was a very uh, welcoming place, um, and then there was a, the ceramic guild with a lot of um, um, young artists that were... Um, um, both undergrad and grad students, um, you couldn't really, uh, um, not that you couldn't tell the difference, but it, it wasn't like I'm a grad student, you're an undergrad. It was just everyone, we're all in here and we're here to uh, create and uh, learn from each other and grow. Um, and that's that's where I felt that I could um, just um, in a way uh, explore a material and uh, lose myself in, in the process of learning the material and in that process I began to um, learn about myself um, and uh, and my identity I um, in a way had uh, um, no clue about my cultural heritage before uh, going to San Jose State um, I uh, I owe a lot to ceramics I should say it sounds um, like yeah it. so so you were you were born if I read your bio correctly in Guadalajara correct and then you emigrated to California. Right. How old yeah. were you when, when that happened? Yeah, we migrated. I like migration okay. more than yeah. We it's human heritage thing. Migrate. <laughs> um, I was about five. Yes, I was. A, uh, I was about five. And um, yeah, throughout school, I 
I didn't really, um, um, it was, it was challenging for me. I, uh, English as a second language. Um, I never, um, felt that I, uh, fit in, in a way. It was, um, it was, it was a challenge to be in a place where, um, I, I got made to feel as if I didn't belong, you know, the United States, and then to go to Mexico and then feel like I didn't belong there either because I've been up here. As later as an later, adult, later you mean? as yeah, um, yeah um, young adult, you know, going back and feeling like, wow, even though uh, I was born here, I don't feel like I'm from here, and even though I'm here in in, in the states, I don't, I don't feel like I'm from here either. <laughs> Third culture, isn't that what that's called? I'm not sure. When when you you feel like you don't fit, you have the, the third culture. Is is how I've heard that described. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, but then um, tapping into uh, just cultural identity and and um, my heritage through through the arts, I was able to uh, um, just develop that confidence and um, and understand myself a little bit more to where I could. Um, um, in a way, use the arts as a vehicle to um, to connect to another side of myself, and through that, connecting with other people and and just uh, growing as an individual in that way. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. When when so the reason that that you're on the the podcast is is I I, I had asked a, a previous guest, yes. uh, Maestro Gerard from the Tacoma Concert Band, like who do you really respect that's doing great work? And he mentioned this sculptor in South Tacoma who's doing great things yeah. with vessels and and this life givingness of vessels. And it sounded really intriguing, so I looked you up and reached out. And as I was reading about you, I also read about. Um, how you were inspired by one of those later trips to Mexico or Central America and saw the pollution of our water and and how we were wrecking this like very precious thing and i'm i'm going to guess that what what uh, gerard was talking about with like these vessels is also tied to the water and i just wondered if you could talk about how these how you think about all of these things and what, how that expresses itself through your art wow yes um big question yes it is it is a big question um yeah, water is is very precious, and um, it's interesting how how I mean it's been used as a form of leverage in certain countries, um, and um, and as in for the vessel, you know, it's um, that that vessel. That's a that's a powerful word, you know. Working on the potter's wheel, I feel that uh, everything starts as a vessel, um, and and as I. Um, in a sense, collaborate with the material that this this um, this material that is essentially mud is transformed, um, and and it could hold water, um, and just the the power in that um, to be able to um, contain life within this form um, that really speaks to me, um, and yes, water is. Um, <laughs> it's something we take for granted, yeah. uh, especially here in the Pacific Northwest. You know, it it it's, um, rains a lot, so, um, and we do have in Tacoma. I've heard that we have uh, one of the best tap waters or something Some like that. Some of the cleanest that, tap right? water. One of the anywhere, cleanest yeah. tap waters. Um, so um, going to places where, for example, I was in a in a village in, um, in Guatemala where. Um, there was a celebration to for an outhouse to have an outhouse and to have running water. There was an actual like cutting of the ribbon, 
for an outhouse and for um, essentially a um, a pipe that you open a faucet and then there's like running water. There is a right. uh, there is a lot of pride in that, um, and um, water is life. Um, so I mean, there's a lot of um, events that are happening right now throughout our uh, country that that show how how a powerful um, uh, connection that we we have to water, uh, you know, Flint and then um, Standing Rock. Um, those are just sad sad events that are that are happening right now, and um, attention is being drawn to that. Yeah, and it connects to water. Um, water can be used, um, you know, to give and take life. Uh, and it could also be used to control control the masses. Um, you know, we have dams to control water, and in a way, that's that's a way to control right. uh, people. Um, right. Yeah. You mentioned that that you you found a new side of yourself in in ceramics, and we talked about maybe what it made you think about the outside environment, like things like water. But what did you find about yourself in that? Uh, so much. Uh, <laughs> um. So I could say that growing up, I was a little bit of a, um, had a little bit of anger in me, uh, just growing up. Uh, um, throughout high school, I didn't really have a connection to my heritage. I didn't really, I didn't know, uh, for example, what Mesoamerica um, is. I didn't know that in high school. It's not something that I learned. Um, and um, through ceramics, um, when I was in, um, I think my first ceramic class in college, my peers and instructors uh, said, "Hey, your work looks looks Mesoamerican," and I didn't know what that was. It's like, what do you mean? Um, yeah, Mesoamerican, the way you carved it and, and just your form. Um, so I looked it up and I was blown away what I found. It's like, what? Like that's what I was doing, <laughs> right? How, how, how come I I never learned about this in school? Right. Um, and um, you know, my my parents were. Um, working to make ends meet. Um, it's not something that was um, um, talked about while I was growing up. Um, so um, through ceramics, that's where that connection became um, more of a, like, wow, I could really get to know myself through this material. Um, and in a way, it it gave me this um, different perspective of what I could do with myself and, and how I could use um, this skill that I that I didn't know I had um, to uh, to explore other opportunities, um, and in a way, that's what got me out of that um, angry kind of um, like. Uh, I guess mad at the world is probably a big statement, but you know, just having that that chip on my shoulder, yeah, um, based on where where I was at during that time, um, and uh, ceramics. Um, um, just showed me to uh, slow down and to uh, maybe have a little bit more of a um, more time to self-reflect on on um, where I was at and to think about where I wanted to be. Um, and through that, I was able to um, just I guess save myself from <laughs> right from where I was That's at. Great. Yeah. Tell me about the guardians. I was the reading guardians. about the guardians on your site on Tacoma Weekly. Tell me mm-hmm. more about that. Yes, Guardians. Um, 
So the way I create these guardians is that they, they all start on the potter's wheel. Um, I throw forms on the potter's wheel. And um, I then um, I alter the forms. I cut them up and then I assemble, I assemble them um, to create um, different characters. And um, I have somewhat of an idea of what they're going to look like, but I don't have a specific... Um, a, a specific uh, uh, character that I'm going for. Um, but when it feels complete, I, I feel like, okay, it feels complete. Um, and these guardians to me, um, they're um, in a way reminders um, of um, where I'm at and um, they're vehicles for, for my mind to where I want to be. So I, I use them as a... Uh, um, as a way to uh, get in this uh, creative flow, but at the same time to get into a, a way of, of thinking, a mindset. Um, and one of the most recent pieces I made, I call it a Guardian de la Mente, a Guardian of the Mind. Um, I feel like uh, as humans, we tend to uh, be a little monkey-minded. <laughs> you know? and, uh, and this guardian is, is um, in a way, guarding... Um, those those monkey minded, minded um, trains of thought. Yeah. So um, so to um, in a way uh, quiet the mind a little bit and um, focus on things that um, will get me to where I want to be instead of focusing on the things that I don't like about myself or where I'm at kind of thing. Yeah. That's great. Thanks. Are are do you have any of them based on like like are you aiming for Someone who is in um, myth or is in any uh, or deity, or are you coming up with all of them on your own? Oh, no, definitely not. Um, I mean, I'm not coming up with them on my own at all. That, uh, yeah, there's there's no way I could work in a vacuum. Um, they do, in a way, emerge out of um, like a lot of influences, but it's not like I'm looking at a specific image um, and then I'm saying I'm creating that. I do do that a, as an exercise, or I have done that in certain sculptures where I, I want to create like a classical um, or a um, very uh, specific cultural um, piece. So I, I'll decide, okay, I'm going to make this one and stick to what it looks like. But I mostly work, um, I guess, uh, intuitively in, 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 in the way of, what it's gonna become i don't really restrain it what it if it wants to come out it just let it come out let it come I out kind of stay out of my own way you know i practice that trying to stay out of my own way when i'm creating that's the way yeah. to do it yeah <laughs> well we're gonna take a break and when we come back we'll find out uh, a little bit more about your art and your time in tacoma great thank you channel 253 is brought to you by alaska airlines they're my airline of choice when i need to book a flight I don't mess with the travel sites anymore. I go straight to Alaska Air and book direct. It's not even a question for me. When I'm on board, the flight attendants are courteous and the service is efficient. That's really important to me. Also, they've got a killer cheese plate. Seriously, get the fruit and cheese plate next time you fly. And they have Northwest Craft beers. I feel like a human when I fly Alaska. I'm a customer, not a commodity. Alaska is such a good airline and has such good service, I forgive them for sponsoring the Timbers, my rival. And if I'm willing to do that, you know Alaska must be good. I'm Nate Bowling, Alaska Airlines MVP, and I fly Alaska. 
Okay, we're back. Uh, thank you to our sponsor, and uh, thank you to the members of Channel 253 who are supporting what we do. Uh, interviews like this uh, don't happen anymore, it seems like, with uh, the decline of arts coverage. So if you like what we're doing, you can check out channel253.com slash membership. Okay, back to the interview. So when did you move to Tacoma? Um, I moved to Tacoma in about, um, it was maybe 2000. 12 around there very recent yeah yeah what what brought you here so um after um receiving the um mfa from uh, university of washington in seattle um i uh, started working as a technician at green river and the commute was a lot closer so uh in a, in a way that's what brought me here um but then i explored tacoma and i fell in love i was like wow Tacoma is so underrated. I mean, this place is amazing. Um, just uh, the, the the landscape is beautiful. Just to begin with, the sure. landscape is just uh, just breathtaking. And, and within just you know minutes, you're you're in in the forest. Within minutes of the city, you're in the forest. And and I love that. I love uh, um, nature, and I love I love the the greenery and and the water for sure. Um, then. Um, I started to uh, um, meet people from the art scene, uh, which uh, I'm, I feel very, very new um, to, to the art scene here in Tacoma. But I started to connect with, with people, and I was like, wow, I really, I really want to grow roots here. This is, this is a, a powerful, beautiful place. <laughs> so, um, so I feel that's, that's what's um, definitely uh, uh, kept me here. Yeah. Was, was there, there's a phrase you know like the seattle freeze that it's hard to get to oh. know people do you find that in tacoma like what was it like entering this art scene here um well um well to be honest it was mostly um trying to figure out where I, what i was going to do here mm. um i um you know uh, making making art can be seen almost as a commodity um if um if especially if you're a studio artist so um it's it's a it's a challenge um, because um, you know if you're not making artwork if if your artwork is not selling you know it's like well you what are you gonna do are you gonna make ends meet or make art you know and if you're making art to sell that's that's very challenging um, do you do you sell your art I mean how... I, I, yes yeah, yeah. Um, so um, so my focus wasn't really in art making when I when I got here it was like wow how am I gonna um, make this a sustainable um, place to, to live in. So, um, I was making art during, during the time when I first moved here, but I was fresh out of college or fresh out of the, uh, you know, graduating. Um, and, um, it was a, um, um, a transition for me. So it was mostly, okay, let me, let me figure out, let me make sure I could, uh, you know, pay the bills and then, um, okay, now I could, I could, rent a studio somewhere and start start creating and having shows and connecting with uh, with the art community so um in a way i was mostly uh, still um um connected to the, the the seattle um art scene but you know freshly out of grad school uh, again that's uh that's a, a scene that i feel that i didn't really really connect with um so was kind of in, in limbo, um, so fresh out of the gates and trying to figure out like, all right, how am I gonna, um, how, how am I gonna live up here yeah. uh, right after school? So, um, 
it was challenging and it is challenging. Um, I'm really grateful for the people that I have connected with uh, here in Tacoma. And it's a um, it's a very powerful place for, for the arts, I feel, right now, especially with um, how I've seen that um, there's just so many powerful individuals. And then I begin to see everyone beginning to connect um, in, in different ways. Uh, for example, meeting meaning you here that's like wow this is this is a really cool way to uh, keep growing um the community that i'm involved with here in tacoma um so yes it is challenging um and um i feel that it's just uh, a matter of of time um especially feeling like i am an outsider and then finally feeling like i'm starting to connect with the people that i that i want to uh keep growing with um and um that's something that I'm really, really glad I have done, that I've connected with um, with people that I admire um, what they're doing, and I admire them as, as individuals, too, not just uh, not just liking their art, but also liking who, who they are. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We usually do that part at the end of the show, but is there anyone you want to <laughs> oh. <laughs> just give a shout out to right now since we since we just covered it? Right. Yes. Um so yeah, those those people that I'm talking about that I'm doing great things. Uh, Chris Paul Jordan is, is one of them. I'm I'm really happy uh, um, that uh, we we got to connect. But again, it's I guess this this kind of shout is more like people that I'd like to develop uh, relationships with. And and he's him and his crew I think are doing great things yeah. for, for Tacoma. Uh, great great things. Um, the whole thing about art for for us. For everyone, you know, artists for everyone. So um, the way he goes about it uh, and the way he engages community and the way he engages the youth um, um, and the way he does public art um, really speaks to me. I mean, if I was if I, if I was in, in a position to uh, connect with communities and and do something like like um, Chris uh, Paul Jordan is doing, that would be like a cool thing for me to um really get involved with because um, that's what we need in a way, you know, taking yeah. care of the youth is taking care of tomorrow or not taking care of, but um, looking out for, um, for ways of connecting with the youth. Well, and, and that's something that you do as a, as a teacher at, right. uh, at uh, Green River Community College. Mm-hmm. And then you also do something in the summers, I understand, where you, you do uh, art summer camp in Alaska. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Uh, there's a beautiful, beautiful, um, um, beautiful place is a Sitka Fine Art Camp. Um, the community there is very welcoming, and the diversity of of the the arts um, that um, the knowledge that is exchanged and the individual growth that I've seen in in the youth that that go there, and even in in us faculty and and staff, um, it there's there's everything from. Um, like a drawing and painting class to to sculpture to a mime class stage combat um wow. there's juggling uh, and then there's all kinds of, of music um brass string vocals uh and that's where i met uh, gerard so sure. um it's a very cool place and a beautiful location you you wake up to bald eagles and ravens uh like we wake up to uh, pigeons here in the city wow <laughs> Because yeah. I, I got to go to Sitka once. Yes. It's, a, it's a beautiful place. It's a must. And and the, the local community there, um, uh, very, very talented artists as well. And um, by far, that's been one of the um, um, 
best things that I've that I've done um, to uh, connect with uh, communities that 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 um, in a way that's what I wanted to do up here in the North Pacific Northwest was to connect with um, um, native artists and um, Sitka has been a, a great place for for that hmm. um, yeah to to learn traditional wood carving or um, jewelry making and and yeah. um, to be in the vicinity of uh, really really uh, powerful totems <laughs> uh, and um, just again surrounded by water um, it's really cool place that's great yeah. when when you are working with youth or anyone new to sculpture or ceramics or pottery what do you want them to know like like if you if someone's listening and they're like that sounds like a yeah. really interesting thing that I'd like to do yeah. what, what should yes. they know what should they try um Something that I like to ask um, at the beginning of a, of a workshop or a class um, is how many artists do we have in this class and or in this classroom? And usually um, maybe uh, depending on the size of the, the class, but um, not that many people raise their hand. Like in a class of 30, maybe uh, at most five people will raise their hands, I've noticed, on average. And um, what I want to remind... Um, just people that haven't tapped into uh, their their creative side is that um, it's in our human heritage to uh, to be artists. We are born artists, but society in a way strips that from us and makes us feel that we're not good enough, that what we make is not right, uh, that there's a correct way of, of making a making a mark or making a line, um, and uh, it's it's. Um, it's something that it's ingrained in us uh, 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 growing up. It's like, wow, that's, I think that's pretty sad, but I want to, in a way, uh, it's just a reminder to myself too that, that it's in, um, in our human nature to, uh, to express ourselves and to uh, aestheticize our surroundings and, and ourselves as individuals. So um, it's just having the patience to, um, to be okay with uh, where we're at. Um, when it comes to drawing, um, people say, oh, I don't like to draw um, because I'm not good at it. Well, how often do you draw, right? How often right. do you do you draw? How often do you sit down to draw um, or to do anything for that matter? Um, it's just everything just takes a little bit of, of, of patience, mostly with ourselves. Um, and, no kidding. Um, yeah, that's something that I, it's just also a reminder to myself when I try new things. It's, it's okay to... You know, not be um, not be ex uh, excellent or, or you know outstanding at, at something when when we first uh, yeah begin. Um, Tanahisi Ta Coates had a quote about um, trying to learn French, and he said it's impossible to look cool while learning something new. Like like you just <laughs> have to be willing to to you know butcher French or to yeah. have a, a lopsided you know coffee mug or whatever it is. Right. Like uh, it's gonna happen. Right. And and it's just part of the the learning curve and learning about the material and then we learn about ourselves through through that. Yeah. yeah. Have you been to um, uh, walked along Owen Beach up at Point Defiance? Yes. One of the things that I love there is seeing the clay and the cliffs and the clay mm, up right. there. Yes. And I've always wondered if you could like cut a little section out and turn it into something or something like yeah, that. Yeah. I, I don't know if yeah, it's, it could, may not be potter's clay, but well, uh, it seems pretty cool. Could test it out. I haven't haven't tested it out, but I'm I'm sure that if we put it in the fire and you know see what happens, we could uh, figure something out with it. Yeah. 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 
So if there's any uh, Tacoma artist listening who says, I want to I want to connect with this guy. He's been here six years. Let's get to know him. How could they find you? How would how yeah, would they reach you? Um, Instagram's a pretty good way. Um, uh, yeah, it's uh, T-A-V-O-331. T-A-V-O-331. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Did you try to go for like a hidden code with that or like? like... No. Um, T-A-V-O, it's the uh, last letters of my name. Okay. Tavo. Sure, sure, sure. And then... Um, 331. I like, uh, I like prime numbers, I guess. <laughs> okay. Great. Well, thank you so much for being on the thank podcast. Yeah. It's really appreciated. Pleasure. And uh, we will uh, put those links in the show notes to your Instagram account so people can get to know you. And um, thanks for being in Tacoma. Thank you. Pleasure. Channel 253 is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. I'm Nate Bowling, and I fly Alaska. To book your next trip, go to alaskaair.com. This is Channel 253.